All right, here we go. <clears throat> Revelation 11. The two, reading on the Amplified Version, the two witnesses. Then there was given to me a measuring rod like a staff, and someone said, Rise and measure the temple of God and the altar of incense, and count those who worship in it. But leave out... Right, the Greek corresponds to a Hebrew verb meaning to stand or arise, which can be an instruction to prepare a to prepare to fulfill a command, somewhat similar to the military command. Attention, ah, okay. And someone said, "Rise and measure the temple of God and the altar of incense, and count those who worship in it. But leave out the court of the out the court the gen of the Gentiles, which is outside the temple, and do not measure it, because it has been given to the Gentiles, the nations." And they will trample the holy city for 42 months, three and one half years. And I will grant authority to my two witnesses, and they will prophesy for 1260 days, 42 months, three and, a half, three and one half years, dressed in sackcloth. These witnesses are the two olive trees and the two lampstands which stand before the Lord of the earth. And if anyone wants to harm them, fire comes out of their mouth. And devours their enemies. So if anyone wants to harm them, he must be killed in this way. These two witnesses have the power from God to shut up the sky so that no rain will fall during the days of their prophesying regarding judgment and salvation. And they have power over the waters, seas, rivers to turn them into blood and to strike the earth with every kind of plague as often as they wish. Verse 7, when they have finished their testimony and given their evidence, the beast that comes up out of the abyss, the bottomless pit, will wage war with them and overcome them and kill them. And their dead bodies will lie exposed in the open street of the great city Jerusalem, which in a spiritual sense is called by the symbolic and allegorical names of Sodom and Egypt, where also their Lord was crucified. Those from the peoples and tribes and languages and nations look at their dead bodies for three and a half days and will not allow their dead bodies to be laid in a tomb. And those non-believers who live on the earth will gloat over them and rejoice and they will send gifts and celebration to one another because these two prophets tormented and troubled those who live on the earth. But after three and a half days, the breath of life from God came into them and they stood on their feet and great fear and panic fell on those who were watching them. And the two witnesses heard a loud voice from heaven saying to them, come up here. Then they ascended to heaven in the cloud and their enemies watched them. And in that very hour, there was a great earthquake and a tenth of the city fell and was destroyed and 7,000 people were killed in the earthquake and the rest who survived were overcome with terror and glorified the God of heaven as they recognized his awesome power. The second world was passed. Behold, the third world is coming quickly. All right, the seventh trumpet, Christ reigned foreseen. Then the seventh angel sounded his trumpet, and there were loud voices in heaven saying, The kingdom, dominion, rule of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he will reign forever and ever. And he shall reign forever. King of kings, hallelujah, hallelujah. And Lord of lords, forever. Mm -hmm. 
Verse 16, and the 24 elders who sit on their thrones before God fell face downward and worshiped God, saying, to you, we give thanks to Lord God Almighty, the omnipotent, the ruler of all who are and who were because you have taken your great power and the sovereignty, which is rightly yours and have now begun to reign. And the nation's Gentiles became enraged and your wrath and indignation came and the time came for the dead to be judged and the time came to reward your bondservants, the prophets and the saints, God's people and those who fear your name, then small and the great and the time came to destroy the destroyers of the earth and the temple of God which is in heaven was opened and the ark of his covenant appeared in his temple and there were flashes of lightning loud rumblings and peals of thunder and an earthquake and a great hailstorm that's a lot of stuff going on who are those two dudes that were only dead for three days and then came back All right, let's keep going. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, but God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God and with our mouths, we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody or everybody who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen.